What's up, everybody? This is Zach, Shad, and Judah with Be A Light. We hope that you've been having an awesome week. Amy is a little under the weather, so she won't be joining us this week. But this is officially the last episode in the apartment. Yeah. Like the last episode in this room. That's crazy to think. I never thought of that. How long has it been now? Uh, since late December, didn't we start in late December or early January? Uh, I'm going to say uh, well, it had to have been January because we met on the 24th and yeah. then we met you, like I want to say a week later. Yeah. The so. he, I think he, he might have started something the end of December. Yeah. You're, no, like it, we were going since like October. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So January for us. Yeah. So it's been a pretty, pretty good ride. You yeah. know, and even before that. Nerd Cave, Nerd Cave. I was here when you guys at Nerd Cave a couple times. Yep. That was a much different Zach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I prayed for you guys. I appreciate it, Because it felt weird. I was like, I don't know about these guys right now. Yeah, well, I appreciate that, man. I definitely think. <laughs> yeah. So. Now, Nerd Cave has been redeemed. It has been redeemed. And uh, I, I'm finding a way to, like, use, like, the whole like goal for Nerd Cave is to really like reach the people that yeah don't know God at all. But it's like trying to like navigate that, like evangelize, but not beat people over the head, but not like get so wrapped up in like doing the nerd stuff that not even like you know take the opportunity to say something. You know, it's like I'm living the example, but how far can you live the example of Christ's love when you're in a video game beating people to death with a sword. <laughs> I know. So far it, you haven't played any I can't think of any games that were like bad. Yeah, and that that's the point. Like I used to like do like Friday the thirteenth. Yeah. And, like, you know, stuff like that, but it's like picking games that allow me to like take time to talk if I want to or that are not extreme violent because I don't want that to be like you know, I mean, thing. you might find that you know parents want their kids to watch the stream more because you don't pick games that are crazy and everything. Yeah, you know, because there's kids out there watching all the crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, all the crazy videos. Yeah, and like, um, I got uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really enjoying it, but like, it doesn't have any blood. Yeah, and that's good. And then I got from Gamefly. I but got, the life's in the blood. I got from Gamefly like (laughs) Assassin's Creed Odyssey and like I started playing it I'm like wow this is really violent (laughs) and it was like I cannot play this (laughs) on stream because it was like they have have an option to like turn blood off or whatever but it's like you're like (laughs) you know what I mean it's it is what it is but trying to take that time and like you know you know pray for people like I'm you know asking how people are doing and everything I had one of my former students was like I'm not feeling good and I was like I paused the game I was like all right let's pray (laughs) you know and it's I'm still navigating that because it's like I know I don't have to say Jesus every five seconds to be a Christian Mm -hmm. I don't have you know I don't have to do that but I also want to like give God the availability for me to talk about him like in that moment as well. And I think, well, I think if you overthink it, you won't do anything. 
Yeah, and, I've been and, there. <laughs> yeah, in that sense, because that's what happens with me and what I've been hearing a lot lately, and um, what just reminding been reminded a lot of my younger years, where like now I'm like. I keep get, having to fight the mindset where I need to like try to evangelize. Mm-hmm. What are your faces? <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything in this room, but I'm having a flashback. Sorry. When the, even my <laughs> even younger years, like before I met Shad and all this stuff, like I was just the guy who talked out loud to the Lord. Yeah. And you know, I didn't do it to try to attract anything to anybody, but like I just love the Lord. And that evangelized, the Lord's like reminding me of this now. It's like that evangelized more than me ever mentioning Jesus or anything like that. Yeah. And I'm seeing multiple people that I listen to mention that, that they don't try to evangelize anyone. They just, you know, live their life. And then after a while, people are like, why are you different? Why yeah. is this? Why that? I mean, Shad even experienced that. Um, so, like, I think we've made evangelism the seven-headed monster, like a seven-headed monster, yeah. you know, like <laughs> we got to be able to evangelize, got to m- mention Jesus, but I, this is going to be a statement. You can edit this out. I don't think you got to mention him one single time to show people him. Yeah. I don't think you got to make sure people know you're Christian, make sure any of this stuff, your life will just tell it. And like I said, you'll be a good source for people. Mm-hmm. Even at the end of the day, if all you offer is being a good source for their kids to watch, who they know when they watch this stream, there's not going to be any cussing. Yeah. And there's going to be all this stuff. And people who just love games, who do, who love watching streamers, but their hearts are getting convicted every time they watch the dude who's cussing every three seconds or playing these crazy games. You, you know, that's going to be a place for them. Just like with me, with um, like... I grew up with the screaming, the stuff people consider devil music, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I sort of, I found For Today and all these other bands who they're doing that, and it sounds like that, but you listen to the lyrics, and it's all, like, mm-hmm. worship <laughs> to God, and, like, they're, like, people are getting saved at their concerts yeah. and everything, and they would, at the end of the concert, be like, you know, we just want to, anybody who wants to get saved, blah, 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 but... Like I know people who weren't even Christians who are like, I just love the band. It just made me feel good (laughs) when I listen to them. And so it's more of the, and we have to trust in the anointing more than our, the uh, strength of our words or whatever we do in that sense. I wish I could remember whose quote this is. You guys might, but there's one that says something like share Jesus everywhere you go. If necessary, use words. <laughs> oh, yeah, preach the gospel. If, um, yeah. Preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember who said that either. Yeah. Uh, I think it was like a Catholic monk or something. Um, but yeah, that's, I don't know. I was just listening, because I was listening to Dan Moeller, and he's talking about when he first got saved, and the Lord, he just was in relationship with the Lord, and like he's like, for like the first six weeks, I would just wake up and just spend time with him and like turn away the clocks and just spend time with him and, and growing the word. And he's like, after a while, I just take my kids to the pool, you know, like I've been doing for years. But then people started surrounding me <laughs> because I was different. Yeah. Because I was a different man before I came and I was this angry, bitter guy 
who brought his kids to the pool. Now I'm the dude who, who the kids all love and everything. And so it's just that that they see, you know, people can go watch old, unless you deleted them all, go watch the old nerd cave stuff and then watch the new nerd cave stuff and be like, what happened between here and here and people, you know, you know, just like I've been saying and Shad said, and I think everybody really needs to get this. You need to stop. We need to stop worrying about, affecting the people who are just passing through our lives. Yes, we want to be a good example for them, but we have people in our lives who are going to be in our lives forever. Yeah. And your change of life will affect them more than anything. Yeah. And then once they get on it, because like what Dan was talking about, and that happened, and like he got persecuted at work, and he said the six months, after six months, they forgot the 13 years that I was the other way. And they all, all they could see was the evidence of the six months that I've lived. And he's like, he's like nine men and two women. He's like, I didn't preach or evangelize to anyone. Nine men and two women came out of the closet as Christians. You know, <laughs> they were closet Christians and they were convicted by my life. And I said nothing. And yeah. he talked about this one lady who, um, she had like an abscess tooth and the doctor said, it's real bad. You know, get in there. And she's like, she was worrying, but then she's like, oh, I know Dan and I know he knows the Lord. She's like, I'm just going to go to him. And she, he said, she ran to me and grabbed my hand and put it on her face. And she got healed. (laughs) And she was like freaking out and everything. But I just, that just resonates with me in my younger years. And I was asking the Lord today. I was like, where did the shift happen for me? I don't know. Because like, I remember in my younger years, I mean, I wasn't, you know, a super morally great person all the time, but. I had that relationship with Lord and I still do. And Lord has been reminding me that I do, but like there's just been that change where I went from effortlessly, effortlessly, uh, effortlessly affecting people to trying with all my effort to affect people. Yeah. And I don't want this. <laughs> I want the effortless. And what he's bringing me back to is it's the intimacy and the fellowship of being with him. And, and so I've been trying to gain, this is going to be an interesting statement for people gain less knowledge of him because I know like a boatload of scripture verses of about him, but I don't actually, yeah. Okay. Gain less knowledge about him and gain more knowledge of him, that personal mm-hmm. relation. And I was listening to Andrew Womack and he was talking about, he's like, everybody worries about evangelism. He's like, how though did Adam and Eve, have relationship with the Lord when there was no devils to conquer. There was no people to pray for in the 1040 window. There was none of this stuff. He's like, what do they do? They walked in the cool of the day with the Lord. They had a relationship with him. They had intimate. They just knew him and he knew them. And that's all the Lord's wanted, you know, and what he originally proposed, (laughs) he said, I'm the Lord and I change not. So what he originally proposed has always been his mindset. And we've made Christianity, about evangelizing and all these things. But even with Jesus's life, did he evangelize and everything? But there's a scripture that says he did not raise his voice in the streets, you know, and he, his life evangelized and he just went out and healed people and lived the life. And there was times where he was tired and it was just compassion. It says compassion rose up in him, but he lived, you know, a normal life. And yeah, people say it's an extraordinary life, but he lived a pretty, normal life. He just happened to heal thousands and hundreds of thousands of people while going yeah, about his normal yeah, life. You know, ordinary. <laughs> but you know, that, that, you know, 
we have to look at it. And I was, me and Amy were listening, like I said earlier, uh, to Brian Johnson, not Brian, Eric Johnson last night. And he was like, we have made the fivefold ministry into something that it's not supposed to be. You know, where we, you know, there's, depending on where you're at, it's like, I want to be the apostle. I want to be an apostle or I want to be an evangelist. You know, he's like, but. Jesus walked in all of those, but God chose to give those traits to different people because it takes the whole body to realize what is actually supposed to happen. He's like, there has to be teachers. Mm -hmm. He's like, nobody wants to be a teacher, (laughs) you know, but there has to be teachers. There has to be preachers. He's like, so we need to, you know, just have relationship and you know god will reveal what we're supposed to be instead yeah. of trying to you know what am i yeah. tell me what i am I and like be that way. you know and it's like once we figure out you know okay god and this is like last night it was about 11 o'clock and like we, what was it yesterday was monday right yeah uh sorry um me and Amy were sitting on the couch, and it was like, I want to do something. I was like, I can go work. I can go play a video game. And then God was like, or you can spend time with me. Because the last few weeks, like, since essentially since I left Gulf Breeze, like, as my job, like, I had, but right before I left, like, the f- month or two, like, I really just, like, went to the Lord. Like, I was like, okay, God. You're asking me to do this. Like, I want to spend time with you. I'm going to, you know, listen to you. Like, I started writing more, just listening to him and writing it down and everything. But I hadn't done that really since I left. Mm Because it was like, I've got to get up in the morning. I got to start editing. I got to go apply for jobs and I got to do all of this. And since me and Amy decided to move, it's been like one thing after another coming after us. It's like, okay, you have a financial problem now, and now you're moving, and Amy's not feeling good, and, you know, this, that, and the other, and it's like all of these things, but it's like, if you trust me, because he was telling me this last night, he's like, you're not trusting me. He's like, if you really trust in me, he's like, you wouldn't worry about any of this. Mm-hmm. He's like, you, you wouldn't think about any of these things. He's like, you're looking at the circumstances right now, and then, like, I could see, like, Jesus out in the water. He was like, he's like, you're going to, you've already stepped out of the boat. You're out of the boat. He was like, are you going to sink or you're going to walk? Mm-hmm. He's like, because you keep looking at everything else. He's like, you're going to be drowning, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, but if you keep your eyes on me, he's like, regardless of, you know, the waves lapping on your leg, he's like, you're going, it's going to be awesome. He's like, but. This, these are the moments that are going to define you. It was like, oh wow, like I was in tears last night because it was just like, this is, (laughs) this is just like, I'm getting to decide what I'm going to be. And like, I can also be fearful of that. Like, it's like this moment, this like the flip of the switch. It's like, who am I? Yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter who I am. It's like I'm serving God. That that's you know I am a child of God. That's as far as it needs to take with me. Because like I talked a few weeks ago, the longest time I wanted to be famous. Longest time I like 
even last week, you know, it's like I wanted to be something that I wasn't. Like I tried everything. I imitated people. I did all of these things. And it's like I need to imitate God. You mm-hmm. know, I need to have that relationship with me, with him. And when people look at me, they see him. And like that's something that last night it was just like it just wrecked me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you told like we were praying last week after this and it's like, you know, follow him, you know, sit a while. Like, that's been really difficult. Yeah. That's been really difficult. And I've got a lot more to learn because it's like, you know, for me, I've always been active. So it's like trying to, like, it's not being inactive, but it's like letting God tell me, okay, this is what you need to do. This is the, the steps you need to take because, like, I've always been, like, yeah. going. So it's just... Like I, I'm saying all of this because, as Christians, we a lot of times we put on this front mm-hmm. to the world that we know everything, and that's <laughs> been something that needs to be tore down like yeah. quicker than it than anything because we don't in ourselves we don't have the answers, but through Him we can get the answers. Mm-hmm. But we can't. We need to stop this facade. Yeah, because that was my life was a facade for a very long time. I understand that. Um. (laughs) You got upgraded this week. (laughs) But we can deceive ourselves to where we think we are at the place that we're actually pretending to be. 100% true. (laughs) And I think I was there for a few years. And... When you realize where you're at and you realize that you're pretending to be something you're not, it really hurts to like have to start over. Yeah. But then you realize, but when you think of it clearly, you realize this is actually the first time I'm taking a step forward in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I agree. Um, like hitting the reset button with the whole nerd cave thing is like that was my persona. Like, that was what everybody saw me as was... Everyone but God. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it was... My life was so fractured. Like, when I was in front of my class, I was one way. When I was with my parents, I was another. When I was with Amy, I was another person. When I was with my friends, I was a different person. When I was in front of a camera, I was this guy. Like, it was like all of these different versions of me trying to, like, figure out, okay, who who am I? Mm -hmm. And God's like none of that is you <laughs> like this is who i made you to be and i like i feel like somebody needs to hear that because i think we all struggle with identity you know trying to figure out who we are and it's not an easy road because like everybody goes through that but god is ready and like he's like just waiting for you to just ask cuz that like i'm constantly like God, just show me what what you're wanting me to do because he's much better at this than I am. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one that created everything. He's like, I'm <laughs> like, do it, man. <laughs> In my experience, what I feel like I realized that he wanted was, like you said a minute ago with the waves, what he wants is for us to just lock eyes with him and keep walking towards him. 
and then like everything else get, gets filled in over time. Mm. But it takes a lot of trust to put down everything you're doing and trust that he's going to make it happen. Like oh. what you did with the nerd cave. I'm sure that was not an easy thing for you to do. No. It, it, it was the most painful thing that I've ever done. Like leaving Gulf Breeze, like it's had like, like they've been having band camp during this time and everything. And I took out the garbage the other day and I could hear the band. It was like, that, that was, that was a little difficult, but yeah. Like, nothing compared to, like, I know I'm in God's will right now. Like, yeah. I know I was in God's will then, but, like, I, he had been prepping me for this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it, but he'd been prepping me for this moment. But back then, it was like, God just, like, went up and just, like, collie mobbed me and just, like, <laughs> ripped my heart out. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that, that, was, that was definitely a strange time. <laughs> If you've never watched Indiana Jones and the, uh, it was the first one, wasn't it? Or is it the second one? No. I've never seen them. Never, that would be a good bro date. You've never, you've never I've never seen them, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a classic. I know it's like a big deal. I just never got around to seeing it. I'm not talking about the last one, the Crystal Skull. That one's awful. We won't watch those, but we'll watch the first three. Sure, I guess. I don't, I don't care. I'll okay. watch them. Have y'all watched Rocky? No, I have. I don't like remember Godfather, Scarface. None of these classic bro movies. I don't watch them. Mad Max. Nope. You? Oh my lord! (laughs) (laughs) Teach us your ways. (laughs) Well, we're getting off. (laughs) um, (laughs) One verse, you know, when you were saying that, because one verse I meditate on a lot. I think it's Isaiah twenty-six something. Uh, it says he keeps in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him for they trust in him. So mm-hmm. it literally like summarizes everything he said. Yeah, yeah. He keeps in perfect peace. How do you stay in perfect peace? Keep your mind on him. And how do you keep your mind on him? Because you trust in him. And that's what I, that's what I'm learning now. And like this morning in the car, um, I've just been doing a lot more singing. And like I was singing and then just, you know, prophetic worship songs were just coming up. And um, I get, like when I start singing like that, I get the strong impression and I just start singing his hymn to me. Like I'll start singing something to him, mm-hmm. but then I get the strong impression. He's like, no, that's really me singing to you. Mm-hmm. And awesome. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like tears streaming down my face. <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, I can't remember the line, but I was just singing about, oh yeah, the joy of us being one. That's the like the line I just kept saying over and over. The joy of us being one. And I was thinking that to the Lord. Then I he was like, No, I have the joy yeah. of us being one. And like, because I was thinking about what Andrew was saying with an Adam and Eve thing, and like, that's what he's always wanted. All these extra things that have happened, and they're all extra. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're all done away with, and we're brought back to that right relationship with God. We're just brought back to that's what he always wanted. Everything else that happens happens out of that, yeah. Because you know, if we think about going back to evangelism, if we think about it like this, here's how you evangelize there's two natures kill, steal, and destroy, life and life abundantly. If you're living, not I'm not talking about life and life abundantly, just material things, yeah, but I'm talking about life and life abundantly, like joy and peace and all these things. There has to be 
something that was happening to the first church if Paul had to say, make sure you have a reason for this joy when people ask you. So that means people were constantly being asked, why are you so happy? Why do you have so much joy? Um, and then he's like, guys, instead of just being like, I'm just so happy. He's like, get some knowledge and know why you're so happy. Know what's happening to you so you can you can articulate it properly when that time comes along. And even then, like, they were the most persecuted people yeah. on the planet because they were in the Roman Empire. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they're saying, Jesus is my Lord and Savior. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, Caesar yeah. will kill you. Okay. They had the Roman Empire on one side, but then they still had the Jews on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, so they're like the minority this small. And they had, <coughs> I mean, the Ephesians must have been so bad that he called them the beast of the Ephesians. I had to fight the beast <laughs> in Ephesus. Yeah. The Ephesians and, and all these other places who knew, like, no God or had some other crazy God, weren't even just under the Roman Empire or the Jews. Yeah. Was, every church was getting beat up <laughs> left yeah. and right. Um, but another thing, here's another evangelism. They shall know you're my disciples by your love for one another. Mm-hmm. And what I love about the Lord is because I, I see stuff, like what he's doing, and I'll like listen to people who don't know each other. They don't listen to each other. They don't swim in the same stream you know, as, as we have in Christianity. And they're starting to say the same thing. Yeah. They're saying it from a little bit different of an angle, but like I'm picking up on all these things. And I just what I just love about us being the body and the family of God is even though people are like in their little denominations and everything, the Lord's like <laughs> just sneaking little things in there and they're like, hey, they think they're so divided. <laughs> they just have different words for it, that's all. <laughs> and and so he's starting to bring everybody, and then what's happening is like we're being forced into a family reunion. Mm. <laughs> We're all separated, and the Lord is that one old grandpa or grandma who's like, oh, let's just all get together and one last time. And <laughs> he's like slowly just reaching out to each group, and we're all doing this. We don't even know it. We think we're, we're separated. We think we're in the right, and then we're all of a sudden we're just going to come together. And just the same way our evangelism is, is the same way he does with us. We're effortlessly, he's re- <laughs> He's putting his body back together yeah. without us, you know, knowing it. And that's what I, because I was thinking about, you know, people are crying out for the next great move of God. The next great move of God is there's not going to be a next great move of God. Yeah, It's just going to be that we all move great as gods, yeah. as his children, as people who know we're walking and we love each <coughs> other. We get our eyes off all this stuff and. Are miracles going to happen? Sure. Are healings going to happen? Dead raisings? All these things? Yes, they're all going to happen, but it's not going to be because we pursued them and fasted for them or we did anything. It's when we keep our minds on him and we stay in that perfect peace because we trust in him. That's the only way we're going to effortlessly flow in this stuff is when we realize that it doesn't come one iota from us. Mm -hmm. And. Like you're saying, you know, they're coming at it, you know, just at a different angle Mm -hmm. of attack or whatever you want to say. All of us have the Holy Spirit in us. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the thing that rose, you know, Jesus from the dead. People need to realize that, you know, that connects us. Mm -hmm. That's, we're in the same family line, like you were saying, and it's so important right now that unity is like what we're seeking after um, because it's going to take 
every person in the body to realize the body of Christ, mm-hmm. to make the bride of Christ, because it's going to take everybody's gifts, talents, and obedience to make it happen. Mm-hmm. If we're divided, that's the whole reason Like the devil wants to divide us. Like That's just his thing. He's the antagonist, the, mm-hmm. and division is the the biggest way to do that. And you constantly see it. And it's just, this is just little examples. They cast somebody for the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Everybody had an opinion. Yep. Did it help anyone? Did it make anyone's life any better? That everyone was at each other's throats because I I this is awesome. Oh, this is the worst thing ever. And then, you know, after that starts cooling down, then this whole face app thing happens mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, they've stolen your face and they're stealing all your data and they're doing this, that, and the other. And then it's like, okay, it's there's constantly something for us to focus on. Yep. There's constantly things to distract us from what we need to be doing. And that's the thing that we have to fight. Yeah. You know, like if I'm saying this as much for myself because getting distracted is very easy. Like social media is like literally meant to take your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we're constantly going from one thing to another and we're not going from glory to glory, faith to faith, thank you. You know, we're going from situation to situation. We're going from you know, financial problem to financial problem. Mm-hmm. Like if we're doing that, then we're not really living like God wants us to live. If we're letting him be the Lord of our life, and that means everything. And I'm saying this for myself because yesterday I looked at my bank account and I was like, oh, okay, God. Like I started freaking out majorly. I was like, okay, God, I just stepped out of the boat and I'm drowning right now. <laughs> and that's why, like, because I felt like I literally was drowning yesterday. Like, I had started trying, like, almost mm-hmm. having a panic attack. And it was like, okay, I'm your Lord and Savior. That yeah. means I'm going to take care of everything. Uh, it, you know, it's like back in the day, like, a master would not starve his servants, you know? Like they took care of their servants because if their servants are strong, then they can do more work, et cetera, et cetera. That his his whole domain has more than enough for everybody. And he's not gonna let us just like wither and die out there. Yeah, we're not even servants. Exactly. We're friends and sons and daughters. Yeah, we're heirs. Yeah. So yeah. how much more? <laughs> yeah, exactly. If he feeds the sparrows and dresses the lilies, how much more? Mm-hmm. How much more are you worth? You know, if he if he knows when every sparrow drops and dies, how much more? You know, that's why, I, like, even, like, last Monday when I messaged you guys, I was like, I made it through today. Because, like, I wasn't, because, like, what I'm I'm trying to get away from, and has, it's been what it, pretty much my attitude my entire working life is, if I'm not perfect, I'm getting fired. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, getting to this new job where I am faced with failure all day, not like a few times, like, oh, I can learn like, literally everything I do. I submit it, and there's some form area I'm failing in. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. And so Monday, it just happened, and all the pressure was hitting me. and Not this Monday, last Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had to just fight those thoughts, like, oh, you're going to get fired. 
what are you going to do if you're screwed? Your parents are screwed. If your parents are screwed, everybody, you know, everybody's screwed. You got to pay the bills. Who's going to pay the bills? They can't be, you know, and so the yeah. constant thoughts. And if you let those thoughts just run on a wheel and just don't stop them, you don't cast down every vain thought and imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. And like, so we went from there to, the, to, to today after I was worshiping the Lord and everything. And it was probably just as busy as last Monday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just going to get it done. I was just chilling, listening to the Lord or listening to whatever. Just, um, I was pretty, there was a little bit of like, keep my speed up nervousness, but it wasn't like, I'm going to get fired. And like, I saw like, I failed on one of these things and I was like, huh, I'll fix that tomorrow. (laughs) And I just like moved on. So even just within a week of, you know, going back and stop, measuring myself at the job, just resting in his favor, resting that he has me, resting that if he gave me this job, he'll keep me at this job. If I'm yeah. where he wants me to be, then he'll keep me there. Even if I'm not, he'll give me mercy until I'm smart enough to go, hey, I'm not where you're supposed, I'm supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> and you just get a lot of peace from that when you realize he doesn't have like a list of requirements and that resting and having a relationship with him will breed the intimacy or the righteousness that everyone preaches we should have. It will breed the holiness. It will breed the joy, the peace. It's, it's, once again, it goes back to the seed. The tree has been a very common theme with us, but a fruit doesn't try to produce itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A tree produces the fruit. And that's all <laughs> that happens. You know, a good tree produces good fruit. A bad tree produces bad fruit. If we're constantly nitpicking us, the tree will never produce anything because we'll think you're a bad fruit. You're messing up all the time. You can't get anything right. You can't do anything right. You know, focus is the roots. Yeah. Focus is just chilling in him. Lord in Psalms 23. I think that was, uh, David just coming to that realization. You know, the Lord is my shepherd because he won for most. So he lived a teen life. And then he killed a giant. And of course, he killed a bear and a lion before that. But then he went and he was the harpist for uh, Solomon, who then tried to kill him. (laughs) And then he was on the run for a majority of his life while being uh, anointed as king. And then he was king of an entire nation. Mm -hmm. And so it was just constant. I mean, if he had anything to look out for, to watch out for, (laughs) <laughs> compared to us he had some stuff and he he finally came to that place in psalms 23 is that the lord is my shepherd i shall not want for anything he leads me beside the still waters he anoints my soul he 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 the whole mindset yeah. of psalms 23 or psalm 23 is he 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 and the only two eyes are are surely goodness and mercy shall follow me and i will dwell in the house of the lord forever everything else in that cha- that psalm is he 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 mm-hmm. and so once we get that mindset that is he it's he leads us on paths of righteousness for his namesake yeah so like everything he wants to do he wants to do mm-hmm. and he gets joy when they ask what work can we do he said believe on him and him who he sent he left it as basic as that and it's the rest and the trust that's all he's looking for and everything else, because what happens is we learn the nature of heaven, the nature of our God. We begin to walk in that nature. And then there is fruit that is produced. So the Holy Spirit says, 
And uh, Galatians 5, like 20 or something, you know, there, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit in you is going to produce peace. He's going to produce joy. He's going to produce long suffering, self-control, kindness against these things. There is no law. There's no regulation. Mm. There's no parameters on how to get those things. He's just going to produce them. Yeah. And so like, that's what I'm bringing my, I was singing that. Uh, today, you know, I'm coming back to the home. I can never sing good when I'm here for some reason. I'm nervous. And yeah, it's all about you. Mm-hmm. And there's that. And just other songs I love because, you know, I grew up with my parents worshiping and they sing all those older hymns and everything. Yeah. So like, I just love singing those, those mm-hmm. older hymns, uh, mainly because the newer songs don't sound as good a cappella because the older songs they were made. Made for, that, for acapella, yeah. they're yeah. they're made for so yeah. I could just sing them better. And I heard I I grew up listening to them literally. So, um, and then my so this is I'm done with my rant after this. But I for, from birth until about eight or nine, my mom and I ain't afraid to admit this. My mom sang me to sleep with as the deer, and I would sing it with her. So literally, my Every night I was bathed in as the deer painted for the water. So my soul longs after you. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> I was bathed in intimacy with the Lord Damn. since birth. And so no wonder my name is Judah. No wonder all I focus on is his heart. No wonder all I focus on is his love and intimacy with him because of the seeds my mom planted in my own heart. You know, so that's evangelism. She evangelized me without even knowing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's still my favorite song to this day. My mom, she'll just hear on the piano. This out of my mom is so good. We have an out of tune mini grand. It sounds like it's in tune. Like that's how good my mom is. (laughs) (laughs) That's the anointing. Yeah, it's not not skill. Yeah, no, it is the anointing completely. Like so. Yeah. Um. Judah sent us a link in the past week or two, an Andrew Womack video. Yes. And I watched the entire video. So now I've watched a couple of his videos because he's a pretty interesting guy. Oh, if, yeah. you find, real quick, if you go to his podcast, The Gospel Truth, listen to his series, A Better Way to Pray. That's I think that's what I'm about to be talking about right now. Yeah, it's good. If I don't know if this is I haven't seen that, but yeah. I watched a video about him praying yeah. last night or this morning. I don't remember when I watched yeah. it. Basically, he went through this series of events in his life and people that he was connected to where they needed something from God, but it like wasn't showing up. Yeah. And then he was like really confused, whatever. And then all of a sudden he just got the realization, the revelation that like it's already been provided for. Mm. And then when he believed that it was like already ordained beforehand and like proclaimed that in faith, then stuff just started happening. Yeah. Um, so I just want to, I want us to pray for Zach and Amy right now. Mm-hmm. You want to jump in with me on this? I'll start us off. But start it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> God, I just, I just thank you that we don't have to see or know everything because you do. We don't have to make anything happen because you know how everything works. And um, Lord, you've we know with certainty that we're walking in the path that you have for us. So why would we 
be anxious at all. So God, I just thank you that you have already made the path for Zach and Amy in this transition. And I just thank you for confounding and confusing any um, spiritual forces that might be trying to hold up Zach and Amy from receiving the blessing that you have ordained for them to have. And whatever people that you may have spoken to about pursuing Be A Light as a, a partner, and for whatever reason these people hadn't followed through, God, I just help, I thank you for helping them to um, come to surety about partnering with Be A Light, God, that these opportunities for Zach and Amy that you have chosen for them to have might manifest. I just thank you for this in Jesus' name. My favorite stuff to pray in this time is um, I think about Paul. You know, everyone mentions this. So I'll just pray. But Lord, I thank you that you want to bless them with everything. There's also a nature that you're building within them. And so Lord, I thank you that you said through Paul that contentment with godliness is great gain. So I thank you for teaching Zach, and it's all by just keeping his eyes on you, loving on you, that if he has everything, he's okay. If he has nothing, he's okay. If he's eaten, he's okay. If he hasn't eaten, he's okay. That nothing that comes against him shall prosper. No weapon formed against him shall prosper. Every word that comes against him, he shall rebuke. If there's any attack, if there's anything coming against him, it's not from you. So, Lord, I thank you that your truth brings peace. Amen. Yeah. I felt a lot of peace when I prayed that. Yeah. Those are all verses. That was the, everywhere, every tongue that rises against you shall rebuke and you shall condemn. That's uh, end of Isaiah 54. The contentment, I want to say is in Corinthians, but I could be wrong. But contentment with a great gain. Um, and no weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. All those things are um, just scriptural truths. And, you know, you just, that's really the way you, my one friend Tyler, he talks about having, taking those thoughts that are taking, mm -hmm. um, he's like, don't leave a thought unaddressed. Don't judge it. Don't leave a thought unjudged. If there's a thought going in there, you grab, he's, he's like, in my mind, he's like, I'll grab it. I'll read it and go, okay, I don't agree with that. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, the ones I do agree with, I do. And he's like, those start becoming intuitive and second nature. And then he's like, I'll just, and then, He's like, what the Lord does, he begins to take you through the ones you have agreed with and goes, oh, I no longer agree with that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I no longer. And so, you know, that could just be another thing. That's what I'm learning to do is not leave, not, one, not get to the place, and I struggle with this, where I'm not intaking media all the, all, all day, something in my ears all day, so that I, ha I have a clear mind to take those thoughts captive or just let them sit and just see what comes in there, you know? Um because I heard, and I'm not going to mention, but I heard some people say 
that they don't like the silence because they don't like their thoughts. They go dark automatically. That's because they never learned how to steward their mind. They never mm-hmm. learned how to like take a thought captive. And what about I love about the Lord is one, if I agree with a thought, he'll be like, That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, or or I'll hear it and I'll just be like, That's the dumbest like with depression. Man, I used to be so susceptible <laughs> to depression, to being like and I wasn't like, Oh, I'm a sad boy. No. Like I was like medically yeah. diagnosed as like depressed <laughs> at eleven. <laughs> so like young. Uh so and for years I struggled with that and he even we've been through depressive episodes together, but now this past year and a half I wanna say it's just been joy mm-hmm. and little dip, but then we're both like, That's not you and we give her like we yeah. soar back up. But that's because I started taking those thoughts captive yeah. and now when they come through I'm like, That's stupid. Like those thoughts that used to go through my head, like you should just kill yourself. You should just drive off this bridge. You should just do all these things. I'm like, that's dumb. I want to live. I love living. Life is great, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but yeah. that is taking the thought captive. Is bringing a, a separate thought. It's trying to like fit us. It's like, oh, I see an opening. Let me try to fit in there. And you're like, no, it's already taken. <laughs> it, mm-hmm. You can't fit. There's no, you can't fit nowhere. And it's like, oh, I'm just going to go seek who I may devour. You know, kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. And so we, we filter our lives through... Our thoughts through life and life abundantly. And so, I don't know. I think that would just make prayer a lot more fun for you. Because what, what prayer is ultimately, like even I brought up the Adam and Eve thing. Prayer ultimately is not like, Lord, I need this, I need this, yeah. I need this. It's, Lord, I love you so much. I love spending time with you. And then he just does stuff. Andrew, when he talks about, he's like, has all these things he's doing. And he's like, I don't pray. I don't ask the Lord for money. He's like, I never ask the Lord for money. And he's like, the Lord told me to do something. He's gonna have to figure. He's gonna have to figure it out then. And he's like, he's like, I got three million. He's like, it takes three million dollars a year to just keep the lights on, to keep everything running. That I'm, oh I'm gosh. over. And he's like, and, but ever since the Lord told me to do this project, I've gotten twenty seven million over that three million. And he's like, Lord's gonna keep bringing it. He's like, I'm just doing what he told me to do. So, you keep doing what he told you to do. If he told you to step on the water, your job is to walk on the water. Your job is not to figure out how winds and the waves work. Yeah. That's not in your job description. If you write it, your job description, it's walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? That's the Lord's saying, because at every job I've had, they just do this to me. And I'm like, er, because like I would always try to go out of my circle of influence, and it would cause my stress and anxiety to go way higher. And so the Lord's doing this to you right now. And saying, stay in your circle of influence. Stay in what you, what I've told you to do. Walk on water. I need you to edit some videos. I need you to love your wife. I need you to just whatever, you know, do those things. Everything else is not in your job description. It's not for you to handle. Yeah. So, stop it. (laughs) 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 I'm talking to me too. Because, you know, I want to reach out. and like, I want to... You know, even the Lord starts speaking to me. I'm like, well, I can, oh, okay, how do I, I can try to schedule that in. Like, just thinking about it stresses, mm-hmm. stresses me out. I'm not saying I just sit there and levitate all day and hope he just does everything. Yeah. But there's things he's told me to do. Make sure I'm being excellent in my job right now or whatever else. I don't, I don't know. I never really pray for direction or anything that much. I don't know if that's just been out of not thinking I was going to go anywhere or just has never been 
Because ultimately, <laughs> like people, this is just me ranting right now, but people all have been like, I want to do this and this and this, and they have all these things. Me, I just want to exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, if I'm working, I'm working, you know, as far as the job. I'm not like, yeah. and there are some jobs that, you know, they don't excite me, but I know my, my life and who I am is not defined by my job. And that's why I hated dating so much because people are like, what do you do? And I'm like, if I tell you what I'm gonna, I do, because like I would tell them what I, it's just, I would go on the dates and I would tell them what I do and then I would tell them who I am. And like I would really tell them, yes, this is my job, but yeah. then I'd begin to explain everything else I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And they'd just be like, oh, that sounds so great. Because after, because at first I thought I had to tell them my job and make that sound cool. And I was like, that was stressful. This, this is boring. <laughs> but when i explain my heart and like you know yeah i'm here and explain like my intentions for this job or any job and everything then you know that's interesting i actually started having more joy in it not just in dating but just anything you know you meet somebody you know you just get past the i work here and then you move on even though now my job's so cool i can spend a little bit of time on that (laughs) on that job (laughs) mention what i do and then i'm like but they got this and this and this and this and yeah so Lord's giving me a great job, guys. <laughs> if you're watching job, I'm not speaking ill of you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, and like going from where I was to where I am now, like my job was my life. Yeah. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I yep. lived to do my job. Because I, I, I loved my job, but there was so much attached to that job. You know, it was... 160 kids' futures attached to that. That's a lot there of kids. There were kids that literally went to school just because of band. Like, that was the place that they thrived. Yeah. Wow. And, like, I loved that job. It was very fulfilling and everything, but there was nothing else that went on in my life. Like, you know, I did Nerd Cave and all that for a while, but, like, this past year, like, I, mm-hmm. I did, like, I was band director like 100 percent this past year and like i got to the point during marching season i was so sick i was coughing up blood wow like i wouldn't stop and take time for myself because i had to be the best like i had to prove to myself that okay i can do this i can be the best band director i can you know win the trophies i can like we made I'm bragging on my kids right now and myself because it was a lot of work for the first time in years they made straight superiors mm-hmm. and the first time in 10 years they went to state like that was you know a lot yeah. of work but now I get to get up and it's like th- this the editing is a vehicle to what God is calling us to do yeah mm-hmm. like telling his story and like we talked about yeah. that before all of this it's like that is the window to us being able to produce tv shows movies make video games do more shows because i like now that this is my full-time thing it's like i want to do more of this like yeah. i want to give my best to making content that's spreading his message yeah. and everything. It's like, I'm wanting to up the production value of this. Like it's all of those things, but now I can do it. It's not like, 
oh crap, it's Wednesday, and I just got home from work, and you know, it's like four o'clock, and the episode's got to go out at six. And it's like, yeah. okay, let's see if I can get this thing edited before then, <laughs> you know. And it's now it's like, okay, I can spend more time doing it. I can color correct a little bit better, you know. I can do more things. It's like this editing's a vehicle, but you know, just talking about God and building that relationship is like my life now. Yeah. Like, that's what it's about. And it is putting in that time. Like, my friend AJ, he's, he's a rapper, hip-hop artist. He mm-hmm. also mixes, produces all the things. But the five or six years I've known him, he's he puts in, like, all the effort, even mm-hmm. when he works. But now he does that full-time because he just records people and they pay him because he has all the nice equipment and all that. Um, but his music, his songs lyrics all those things because he's been consistent and now he's had more and more time the more time like i just listened to one of his songs and i was like oh man that sounded really <laughs> really <laughs> good um but it's just to show him he was already pretty famous in pensacola when i met him and now he's like even more mm-hmm. um that's just because of that consistency you know everybody wants to be the the shoot off yeah. uh, celebrity but as, as we continue invest in this no matter you know how many viewers we have or anything like that because we enjoy doing this you know yeah i do this less and less for the the views not for the viewers i I do it for people to hear but like i'm not like sink or swim if we have you know like when we first started i would like turn the video on to make sure there was the the one viewer and i was like i gotta make sure we keep views and now i'm just like lord you build it because like yeah. if i'm busy i can't just like have it going i'm like lord you build it and then i just have to keep going because that's not in my job description granted yeah. you know there's things i can do but i'm doing what i know how to do yeah. well and that you know that's one thing like i live by the analytics and i like i you know back in the day and i think there's you know something to that but you know i don't know how many views the last video last 10 or 20 videos have like yeah. i really don't know because i really don't care yeah because like i know we are getting to a point where there, there's something about to happen like yeah. as much as going on that is trying to like take focus off of this like i know that god's like he's just like fixing a drone deploy a huge just holy ghost spirit package just like yeah. it's just gonna like decimate the, everything <laughs> around it with just fire yeah um but you know it I, I i just i'm excited for what is going on here because yeah. like i think the biggest thing is showing people that this is real yeah. like this isn't you know you go to church on sunday and you look at the pastor but like man, that must be nice to be that connected to God. Yeah. Or, man, that would be really awesome to hear God. Yeah. Because that's how I lived my life for mm-hmm. a really long time. It's like, man, that'd be really cool to hear God talk to me. Yeah. Or, you know, or, man, they don't have any struggles because they're, they're, they're connected to the Lord. <laughs> you know, and that's just nonsense because, mm-hmm. you know, we go through things. And I, that's that was the whole point of Be a Light and is the point. It's just to show that, Hey, it doesn't matter. This is an everyday thing. Yeah. This is, you know, if you take your eyes off of him, you're going to be way over here and then you got to come back. Yeah. It's like it's a daily thing. And we're constantly growing, you know, as far as our conversation. 
Mm-hmm. The I don't know. There's just more fluidity throughout the whole thing, you know. And Chad, even though he's still not talking the most, he still talks. Like when we first started, he was like, "I'm never gonna be able to talk if it's free form, <laughs> <laughs> if there's no structure." But now he's always putting his input in. I mean, he doesn't have to rant like me, but I wish I would stop me sometimes. <laughs> I feel like you get me going. <laughs> I'll just I'll be like the the nun that like at a, a nun school a nun school or just have one of those <laughs> those buzzers and I'm like, okay you know the little shot game yeah that's we'll just give that to you and I'd have to do it to myself though. I wouldn't yeah. do it <laughs> I would just keep going <laughs> so it'd have to be someone else doing something okay uh, we'll give one person the cow to pride but we won't tell who has it. <laughs> 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 But it, I, I'm excited, and uh, like as you're watching this, like we've changed days. Yeah, like, I didn't tell y'all that, but we changed days. It's on Mondays now um, because everybody goes to. A lot of people that watch go to church on Wednesdays. Yeah, and I know y'all do as well. And like, so it, are we live right now? No, we're not live right now. <laughs> Today's <laughs> Tuesday. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you know, Look at me. Uh, no indeed. <laughs> it just gives. Oh no, 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 we pre-record. Oh, oh. <laughs> but you know it's it's an opportunity to start the week right and you yeah. know it's like you know you get through your first day back at work or whatever and it's like i just need you know some encouragement i need you know just to hear somebody you know that's like me that's yeah. going through the same stuff that you know that sort of deal and wednesday like a lot of people are going to church or yep. it's that midweek where it's just like you're just trying to get through the week at that point, and you're yeah. not really thinking on things. So putting it on Monday, I think, is going to help a lot. Yeah, that'd be good. So, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, Man, Monday night football's going to watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Where are our ratings going? Who is be a light? Through God, anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would be awesome. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Mm. All right. Um, y'all got anything else y'all want to throw out there? No. Okay. All right. Well, since y'all two have already prayed, I'll pray us pray mm-hmm. us out of here. I'll, I'll send the Holy Spirit with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Some people probably don't get that joke. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they got to follow us every week. Go back and watch our old videos. <laughs> Lord, we just thank you for this time that we got to come together and just be with one another, Lord, that we were just getting to dive deeper into your relationship. God, if there's anybody under the sound of my voice that wants to know you that is needing that spark in their life lord i just pray that you meet them there lord where they're at and show them that you've always been there you're not some far and distant god lord god i just pray for everyone and during this week lord that they would just see your awesome hand on their life and that no matter what's going on that you are the king of kings and lord of lords God, I just pray that you bless them and you love them, Lord, like you love me. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 All right, there you have it, everybody. Um, if you want to partner with us, that a 
TV evangelist talk. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to support Be a Light, uh, we're moving to a new place. Like we talked about, this is the last episode mm-hmm. that's recorded in this room. Like that's big. Yeah, that's big. This has been like comfort zone. Uh, this is like, oh, this is my studio. Blah blah blah. I'm actually like low key emotional about that, just because I know how much like this has meant to you over the years, and like we get to be here on the transition out. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of neat. It, it's it's exciting. You just need to put a video together. I like chopped up all the videos that we've done so far, and then put some sappy music on it, and all the laugh parts, and then you know put it on VLA. And then we can watch it go, you know, <laughs> all the bloopers. Yeah. Hey, actually, we could just finally do a blooper video if you no. still have all that stuff. I, I have all of our recordings. Yeah. I'll let you edit it. <laughs> 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 well, <laughs> it's all going to be read. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting because, like, we get to, like, like tear all this down and, like, redesign yeah. a new set and everything. Uh, so like it'll be it'll be different in the next episode. I put a green screen back there. No, we're not. I've lived with a green screen for a very long time. I'm not doing a green screen again <laughs> unless it's like gaming stuff. I'm just gonna wear a green suit then every time. Well, Robbie used to show up like wearing green, and we'd film in front of a green screen. I open the door, and I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> And he wouldn't realize it until he saw my face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you want to support us, you can go over to patreon.com slash be a light. Uh, I'm going to say it now. I'm going to update the Patreon page to actually reflect what we're doing now instead of uh, what we had been doing in the past. Uh, but it helps us out a ton. Um, you can help us, you know, finance all the awesome things that we're wanting to do because we're wanting to create more shows we're we're wanting to do more writing Mm -hmm. we're wanting to do like like just a ton of things and it takes money to make it go it takes money to do things yeah that's just the honesty to it you know um so be faithful and we'll be faithful to you <laughs> uh, but again, you can go to patreon.com slash be a light, support us there, and we're going to be doing some really cool and lit things. Fam. Yep. Y'all thought y'all got, you got out of a whole episode without me saying lit. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. This has been Zach, Shad, Amy, and Judah. I couldn't do it without the Amy part. I messed up. Uh, Y'all have a blessed week. Goodbye.